everyone, and thanks for joining in with Love Talk with Kira, where we discuss 50 ways to love, the do's and don'ts of dating in today's era, where we also discuss sex fetishes and going deeper. So stay tuned. everyone and thanks for joining in with love talk with kira where we discuss the 50 ways to love the do's and don'ts of dating in today's era where we also discuss sex fetishes and going deeper so today i wanted to go ahead and share with you the 50 ways to love okay and these are my 50 ways to love that i've learned throughout the years and working with so many different people and learning and from experience myself and I came up with 50 ways to love and um, you're going to be seeing this in a book here shortly as well that's going to be published so I'll have it on many different platforms I can um, also have it as an ebook and um, this is like almost like an audio book version in so many ways <laughs> when you think about it but at the same time um, I wanted just to share with you guys that I'm so excited that to continue on with my podcast and um, also the fact that if I hope you guys are listening into um, my love talk with Kira show it's on radio show now also on money 105.5 FM um, it's KSAC money 105.5 FM and you can go under my website kirahollamore.com so it's k-i-r-a-h-a-r-l-a-m-o-r.com and it makes it easier for people to find and in less time for you to type it in so I thought that made sense right um, and is my name so it's, I'm the only Kira Hollamore in the world so it's easier for you to find there's a lot of other be inspired with people's names and this one is just um mine <laughs> I'm the only one with Kira Hollamore I'm the only person with Kira Hollamore in the world and so it makes more sense if I just go ahead and use kirahollamore.com right so um I wanted to take a minute also and just say I thank you all so much for joining in you guys are awesome and I value appreciate you every single time you guys are helping me make this successful and I'm trying to uh you know spread my <laughs> my magic throughout the world and I've been getting it around the world and that is just super exciting for me in itself. Honestly, um, the more people we can reach, the better. That's how I look at it and I keep trying to add to different ways to, to get my message across to everyone and this is definitely a phenomenal way to do it. And so if you're ever thinking about doing your own podcast, then go on to Anchor FM and try it out and see for yourself. Um, there are other ways to do it, but I, you know what? Honestly, I think this is a great way also. And um, like I said, I've been going through different areas and, um, you know, with my book, with my radio now, and I've got my podcast and, um, you know, my social medias and everything. And, and I'm trying to spread the word in as many ways as possible. So with uh, inspirational, motivational public speaking and everything like that, you know, all ways that I can possibly spread my message that's what I'm working on and that's what I've been working on for a long long time so I'm super excited and I hope that you're super excited and I hope that I can inspire you to do the same thing you know what are you passionate about find your passions and and, you know take off of them fly you know fly up in the sky (laughs) make them come true you've got to take those action steps though and you've got to take the time to do the work that it takes to, to make that happen so if you're ever needing any help or anything and you need to contact me and you want a consultation, and contact me on my website, kiraharlemore.com, okay? Um, so now we're going to go ahead and we're going to get back to the 50 ways to love. And, we're, you know, some of them, 
may include a do or don't, okay? But I'm just letting you know that we're gonna do the whole 50. So, <laughs> I'm not, I'm going to, like literally this time, I'm going to list the 50 ways that I have and then um, throughout my other podcast that I've been working on everything, I go deeper into them. So this specific podcast itself is going to be about just the 50 ones, okay? So I'm not gonna go deep into them. I'm just going to basically um, read to you what they are, okay? And then I want you to, you can always go back and re-listen to this stuff and you can go over it and over it and over again. If you wanna write them down, even think about doing that, it's totally cool. You can write stuff down at any time, it's okay, right? <laughs> you can always pause it and come and listen back later when you have more time also. Some, some people can't listen in right away, so that's I understand that. <laughs> we all get distracted all the time, I understand. Um, all right, so the 50 ways to love, all right. Number one, okay, the key to every beginning of love and every relationship is always based on communication. Okay, without communication, there is no relationship. Understanding one another's preferred type of communication is essential from the beginning. So don't be afraid to ask them what it is. If you ask and they respond explaining that you should already know, then I would probably ditch them and move on to someone more educated or someone that you can try to, uh, to you know, tactfully work with. Someone who may be more educated and um, you know, more open to go from there, okay? No, number two is going to be, is it essential when building a strong foundation for love that you and your partner discuss your purposes for wanting a relationship and or to find out you don't want one? Okay, that's important. It's important to be on the same page or move on to someone else. Your time is valuable, so spend it wisely. That's important, you guys. All of our time is very valuable. You always want to make the most of your time. And sometimes, you know, not being with that person is the best way to, <laughs> to make the best of your time. You know, and sometimes being with that person is. So you, you have to have a balance, okay? It's a, that's important. Okay, number three. When you first meet someone, you want to make sure you are mentally present and in the moment. Not think too far ahead and or in the past, okay? Don't start talking about your ex-relationships for hours. It's fine to talk to them for a short amount of time and bring them up so that they have like a little basis of your background and stuff like that, but don't go on for hours, okay? Uh, that is such an extreme turnoff on every level. Do state a couple quick facts about it and move on to a subject that includes you and your date or partner. All right, that's important. Don't go on and on and on about your ex, and because your the partner is gonna be like, oh my goodness, <laughs> are you serious? Like, I could, is this what our date is about? Like, they they must not be over their ex because they keep talking about them. You know, honestly, if you're constantly talking about your ex, you're not over them. You know, it's one thing to say, oh, you know, if someone asks you about them, sometimes they're testing you too, and, and some people don't realize that <laughs> they're testing you to see how much you're gonna go into it, or if you were really angry with them still, or if you've healed from them. Because if you go on and on, and you're like, oh my God, they were the worst piece of blah, 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 you know, and start going off on them, and you're like, oh my, this is awful. Then those feelings still reside in you. Now, if you say, you could say it this way, if you have healed and, and you're just explaining a situation because they asked the question, <laughs> 
So people, don't ask questions you don't want answers to, okay? And then other people, make sure you can keep it short also, okay? That's important. Don't go overboard. But if you are going to explain it, it's important to explain it in a certain manner where you're like, okay, um, you know, this is, I'm healed from this already. This was a long time ago, but you asked me the question and I'm going to explain it to you how it was in that time. I don't feel that way now. I am over it, but since you brought it up, I'm able to explain it to you. So I need you to take it from that perspective only, okay? And I like when I explain something personally, I'm very animated. So you're going to feel like you were right there <laughs> in that moment with me because I'm very like I explain it to the T. Like this is how I was feeling, this is how they were feeling, da da da, you know. But it's because that's I've been that way through anything I've ever explained in my life. It's like I always tell a story. Or I always tell the story, you know, the way it was, like to the T. Like I have a phenomenal memory, so I can't help it. <laughs> it is what it is. But I want you to feel what happened so you understand what happened and what I actually went through. And um, you're going to feel it. You know, you'll, you'll be like, wow, you know, that's really powerful. So uh, or emotional or sad or uplifting or, you know, what have you, depending on the story. At the same time, I've learned to keep them short, (laughs) okay? So if it's a long story, I'll ask and I'll say, hey, do you have the time? You know, or if it's somebody new, I'm not going to get into it like that. But um, otherwise, I'm like, you know, (laughs) do we really need to discuss this? Or let's discuss this later when we have more time, okay? That's important. All right, so (laughs) just sharing. All right, um... Okay, three, when you first meet someone, you want to make sure you are mentally present in the moment, not thinking too far ahead or in the past. Okay, I explained that, okay? You want to make sure, we're just reiterating what I said, you want to make sure that you're not talking about your exes uh, for hours, right? Okay, remember that. Let's get to four. Four, when you are in the beginning of the dating phase, don't take up the entire conversation on your own. Do switch on and off with your partner and allow them to join in and, and explain something about themselves. Women are notorious, and I'm not saying this, and men do this too, actually, so I can't say just women, but <laughs> we're notorious for doing this. Men let them do it, and then they become somewhat disgusted at times with the fact that uh, the, the woman's talking too much or vice versa, Okay. Remember, this can always go male to male, female to female, male to male, and male to female, okay? It can go either way. When I'm writing it out here and I'm saying it, I'm speaking from a woman to a man, but it goes in every form, okay? All right. (laughs) So I said, women are notorious for doing this. Men let them do it and become somewhat disgusted with the fact that they talk too much and can't imagine living with them. Then you're taken off guard Um, and taking off their dating list. Then, all of a sudden, the woman doesn't understand why it's being miscommunicated and that, um, you know, they're off the list all of a sudden. They're like, what just happened? (laughs) Okay, they're like, what? Okay. So, all of this could have been resolved if the man or partner was capable of speaking up and the woman or partner allows others to join in the conversation. Okay, it's not all about you. It's all about both of you. Okay, or you say uh, when you're like talking to the person one-on-one. If the guy is quiet, simply ask them a few key questions and allow him or her to answer. Okay, the guy or girl. 
is quiet. Ask them a few key questions and allow them to answer. All right. Don't take up the whole conversation. All of a sudden, like the date's over and you're the only one that spoke. And he's like, oh my God, thank God. He goes back to his friends. He's like, thank God. <laughs> like I didn't even get to say anything because they just kept talking, you know. And sometimes, you know, guys and women, you know, sometimes your partner's really excited and they're just super, you know, like um, talkative people. But it's also up to that person to not do that and allow the other person to join in the conversation, okay? <laughs> um, all right. Number five, people need to take responsibility for their behaviors and the energy they bring to the date and or relationship. If you just experienced a severe trauma and or have a bunch of drama that just occurred in your life, it's best to reschedule your date. Bring positive energy to your uh, to your date. And if you don't have that, then don't go. Okay, reschedule. If they won't reschedule, then they aren't worth your time. And move on to someone who is, okay? And stay positive. Stay positive. Always stay positive. Don't chase a man or a woman. That's a huge turnoff. And, uh, you know, that's not the way to get the man, okay? Or if you're a woman and you're trying to do that, that's not a way to, to, to get the man. <laughs> um, you won't get anywhere besides back to the dating pool, okay? Do allow him to come running after you and don't be too available. Okay. If you're too available in the beginning, you know, um, he's going to be like, okay, something's weird. But don't be, don't be so unavailable that he moves on to someone else. Okay, balance is essential. All right, number seven. Um, have you ever gone on a date with someone who doesn't know what they like as a hobby? Don't you think that's kind of boring? <laughs> it's kind of a huge turnoff, okay? So make sure when you go on a date that, you know, you're in touch with your inner and outer self and that you're ready to answer any questions your partner has and, and vice versa. So if you're going to answer a question or you're going to ask someone a question, you better know the answer yourself, okay? That's important also. Um, <laughs> so many people don't know themselves and... I'm not here to judge, so I make that very clear, but that's the truth. A lot of people aren't ready to date because they don't know how to answer the questions because they haven't gotten to do the homework on themselves yet to understand what they like, and, and that's what I'm here for to help everyone, okay? So uh, so when I'm reading these, take that into consideration. There's no judgment. I'm just explaining this, the scenarios. Um, so many people don't know themselves, and so... Um, do the work and be ready to share your passionate dreams, desires, and devotions to your potential partner. All right. All right. Number eight. Do you ever walk up to someone and judge them immediately? Excuse me. First impressions are what they are. Okay. You always end up uh, having a first impression within the first, like I said, five to 10 seconds that you see someone. All right. They are what they are and they aren't always correct. So it's important, excuse me, it's important to keep an open mind. Ask a few key questions to see if you are or could be interested in your date or potential partner before immediately shutting them down. Most people are very nervous on their first date, so give it a second go around and go from there. Ultimately, you want to be with someone that will have your back and not judge you. So it's important to know what you want and need in a partner and be able to discuss it. Remember, you both chose each other to date. So keep that in mind and trust your choices. 
that's important. Trust your trust your instincts. Trust your choices. You chose each other, okay? So give it a try. <laughs> People are a lot really nervous in the beginning. Remember that, okay? Nine, building bridges is a skill. So is crossing them. So begin your journey across. Feel safe and share the excitement with your date. Get to know them on a deeper and more intimate level. Don't be afraid to share your story and just keep it short in the beginning and don't drag it out for hours on the first few dates. And then... <laughs> Add each time, um, excuse me, then add it to each time so your date looks forward um, to finding out something new about you each time, okay, which can be exciting because you're like, okay, you're not like talking about the same thing every time. You're like, okay, this is boring. <laughs> we have nothing else to talk about already. We just met, you know, <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> you don't want that. <laughs> okay, so 10, remember to always choose what's best for yourself and the best type of partner for you. Don't stray from this and don't allow others to make decisions for you, as in who to say yes to or no to, okay? They are there for guidance and only you know what you want in a partner. So allow yourself to decide so you can be happy knowing you chose them, which is much larger compliment to them anyway, okay? Take the responsibility of your choices and choose wisely. All right, it's a big compliment when someone chooses you, especially, you know, or you choose them. You know, that's awesome. It's not someone else chose you. Yeah, you know, it's, yes, someone else can help you choose, and I help people do that all the time. That's not what I'm saying. But my point ultimately is they are saying they chose you, okay? You go to your partner and you say, I chose you. I, you know, because ultimately they didn't have to, all right? All right. 11, have you ever gone on a date and the woman wants to open her own door and pay for the meal and her activity? Those are total turnoffs, ladies. <laughs> Stop trying to play the man role. Relax and allow the man to take control of the date. Plan and decide what you're doing. Open all of your doors and pay for the entire date. Men should always open the door for their date or partner. Eventually, you both can share in the planning of, of the dates and etc. And later, slowly begin to pitch in for little things. Unless he doesn't want you to, then just allow him to take care of you. Show respect, value, and appreciate you. Men show their love as women tend to verbalize it. Okay, Women like both. Men show it more than they say it. And if you have a man that does both, that's freaking phenomenal. <laughs> Amen. Amen to him. <laughs> Amen to everybody, right? <laughs> but it also depends on like, um, you know, and women too, you know, if they do both, if you can find someone that does both, that's like heaven. <laughs> okay. Heaven has brought you guys together. <laughs> okay. But if that's what you want, but you got to know if you want like that. I want that. I love that. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, 12. Do you ever want to just go deep? Okay. So I start... I snicker at that sometimes because people are like, oh, deep, what do you mean? Go deep. And um, I have another podcast about that too. And I'm like, oh, it's, you get your mind out of the gutter and everything. Um, going deep. I'm talking about um, uh, going deeper into the relationship and the conversation with the with the person. Okay. I know I crave that. I love the deepness. And I love that getting to know someone and them opening up and being vulnerable and being able to talk to me. I think it's awesome. It's like it, it deepens that connection with you guys. And it's so important. 
So um, what does going deep mean to you? Okay. And then yes, have this discussion and let the passions flow. Let your passions start flowing because they're going to start flowing once you allow yourself to go in a little deeper. It, it's going to happen. That's what happens. Okay. Number 13, personal growth is always a must each year, whether it's something small in size or very large. Okay. As you got to figure out what works, works for you. Okay. What works for you and your partner. Um, that could go in many directions. Okay. It's all in perspective and knowing what you want. Be open-minded while sharing it with each other. Like what it is that you want to do as personal growth and be open and honest with each other and see if that works for you guys. Cause it might not, you got to think about that. Your plans may not be what their plans are and you have different goals in mind and that's not going to match with them. You have to take that into perspective. Okay. Um, you can always do it together or you can do it alone. It's up to you. Um, but you need to know what they are. And, um, it's a personal choice and you definitely want to share which works best for you to your significant other. Or potential partner so get in tune with yourself okay share your big smile on your face open up and go deeper and discuss your personal growth with one another all right okay 14 <laughs> once you start smiling too they're gonna be like oh that's great you know you're gonna make them smile you know ever notice that when you smile someone else starts smiling <laughs> you ever walk down the street and you're smiling someone and usually they start smiling oh they do with me <laughs> sometimes they're not if they're really mean but <laughs> Or they're in a really bad mood, but most people will, you'll put a smile on their face. They might be sad and you walk by and smile and they, they end up smiling too. It's like it, you send that energy out to the universe and it's fantastic. So 14, once you're on a more intimate level with your partner, allow one another to sensually explore each other's bodies. Okay. <laughs> Touching leads to caressing. Uh, caressing leads to deeper, more intimate experiences, which can ultimately blow your mind if you do it right. And you know, that's the truth. Okay. The key is finding out how to do it right, okay? Being vocal is important, and sometimes the subtle silence is quite intriguing as well. Just feeling one another close and not yet touching can build up such intense erotic sexual fantasy within one another that you won't be able to wait till the actual experience, um, you know, gets there. <laughs> so you can experience your explosions together, okay? How awesome is that? All right, think about that, you guys. <laughs> Get your imaginations running. Okay. All right. Um, 15. I hope I can finish this by the time. I'm only on 15. I need to start hurrying up. Um, <laughs> are you spiritual, religious, or what do you like? What do you refer to yourself as? I'm spiritual because I've never been baptized. But I was I raised without religion and raised as a Catholic. And then I took comparative religion and studied certain parts of it. So I understand them all. But... Um, Figure out, what, figure out what you are and, you know, be able to discuss that. It's a vital question from the beginning because mixed religions can work. They can work for very few. Most of them will not work. Most of them will end up failing. And um, so don't get too far in building your foundation without asking and discussing one another's views and or if one is willing to revert to the other's beliefs. Because if you have kids and one doesn't go to church and one does and all of a sudden you have that kid and now you're fighting about who's going where or staying home if, you know it, it's a huge 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 situation that causes divorces all the time okay um so next 
16. Children or no children is the question. Do you have children? Do you want children? Do either of you want more children? Or if you don't, you know, explain that and be willing to do that. Um, what are what are your plans for your children in the future, etc. Okay. If you're on different pages, make it a deal breaker. Okay. That should be a deal breaker. You guys need to be on the same page, especially well for all of this stuff. But if children are involved, you need to be on the same page, okay? And then if you do have children, you also need to be able to integrate the children in with your partner, okay? It's a, it's a family dynamic now, and you need to be able to openly do that. So if you have a problem with that, then that's something that you're going to need to take some time to figure out how you're going to be able to open yourself up and allow someone else to come into your life and be there. And just make sure that person is compatible with the children, okay? Because if they're not, you're going to butt heads too, okay? That's important. Make sure your children are going to understand the situation also and understand the dynamic and that they're going to need to have respect for the new person coming into the life as well. Um understanding that if there is disrespect from that other person they're gonna need to you know all all of you guys need to sit down and have that discussion as to how you're going to resolve that those types of situations that's an entire new podcast okay I think we were gonna actually do that on the show uh with John Robert Quinn on our love talk uh, radio show okay so we'll I think we might be doing that um this recording this week so next week you guys can listen to that one okay um and if not then you'll it's definitely going to be on one of the episodes so anyway okay 17 don't sleep with someone you wouldn't have a child with and don't marry someone who wouldn't have your child okay even if it was an accident Condoms break, birth control isn't 100%, and unless you are practicing abstinence, then, there is it, then this is important to think about and discuss with your partner, okay? Or your potential partner, or anyone you're intimate with. All right, 18. Um, are you ready? Okay, this is a great question to ask your partner. Make sure you both are on the same level and page, um, and each of you is ready to move forward, that is. Okay, move forward, like be in... Uh, you know, the dating phase and keep going deeper and, and, you know, ultimately um, the whole plan of dating is to find a partner that works and is compatible um, with you so that you can end up having, you know, building that foundation enough to um, become a life partner. Like that's the whole point of it. (laughs) Okay. So, See where they're at and what they're doing. If they just want to date around and that's not what you want, then make sure that you don't. And if you do want to date around, then then great. Then date around, you know. But um, just make sure you you understand. If you end up falling in love with this person and they told you they just wanted to date around, you know, then you're going to need to sit there and think about why you allowed yourself to go out there and date someone that doesn't want a relationship. And now you're falling in love with them. Well, Maybe you're going to have to break it off, you know, explain to them what's happening. And then if they need to break it off and they're not on the same page with you, then that's going to be, you know, something you'll have to deal with. And there's ways to get over that and and move forward too. Okay. So it's not the end of the world. It happens. It's okay. You're not a bad person. It just, you know, things happen. People end up with feelings. It is what it is. (laughs) We're human, right? Okay. Um, just listen to what people are telling you. Okay. Um, that's important. And if they're lying to you, then, you know, you're going to find out too. So, all right. 
19. Are you a good listener? Men can tell if you're listening by your response and your actions. Stop talking or being in your head and be in tune with his rhythm. Listen. It's totally sexy. Okay? Women too. I find it sexy when a man's listening to me. I can totally tell if he's listening by what his responses are and stuff like that. So... Um, it's hard to listen sometimes when you're in a, a loud, noisy place. So, or if there's alcohol involved, sometimes, you know, people, people aren't going to remember their whole story because, or they're nervous, you know, and there's loud and people, other conversations are clouding the entire moment. So just remember that. And, um, you know, don't expect everyone to remember every single detail that they said. Okay. That's not fair. Um, but the deeper, um, you get into the conversation and the relationship and, the more dates you go on and stuff like that, um, you're going, and the more time you spend together, you're going to notice whether or not they were listening because all of a sudden, like, like if you, you know, they're talking about their favorite drinks and all this stuff and um, they like, they like a Mountain Dew, you know, or they like, like I love Diet Rockstar. So anybody got me a Diet Rockstar, I'd be like, woohoo, I'd be super excited. (laughs) You know, I'm like, anyway, give me a Diet Rockstar. You know, the original Diet Rockstar is my favorite. Um, but if they were listening and they got me one, I was like, you know, I would totally be like, oh, you heard, you remembered. That's fantastic, you know, and that would really uh, make me feel better. So stuff like that, you know, and vice versa. So <laughs> it goes way deeper than that, but that was just a quick little example. Um, Tony, have you ever had a guy or girl um, fishing for compliments? That's a total turnoff. You know you look good and you walk in and someone doesn't say um what, I don't look good? What, you couldn't even say that I looked nice? You know, like, okay, let them tell you you look nice. If they're not someone, you know, you might be with someone that doesn't understand how to give a compliment, and you can discuss that later, but don't do it right then on the date. Okay, that's a total turnoff, and you don't, you don't want to go there. Um, allow your partner to compliment you on their own. Um, if they never do, then explain to them that you loved it when you both went out Uh, let's say to the ball and he couldn't stop gazing into your eyes telling you how amazing and beautiful you were and how much you or he or excuse me how much you appreciated and respected us together and how you made us feel awesome like you know this amazing team okay tell him how amazing that made you feel and that you loved how he complimented you um this way he'll always have it in the back of his mind and then Give him some time to send a compliment on his own and vice versa. Okay, fishing for compliments is really disgusting on every level and makes you come across as super insecure and needy and totally turns everybody off immediately. Okay, I can't stand that. (laughs) I can't stand it. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, like, what are you tripping about? Like, you don't, you should know you already look good. Okay, you don't need anybody else to tell you. You already know. If you need someone else to tell you, then you need to work on your self-esteem, okay? Doesn't mean you're a bad person. I'm not saying that. I'm not judging. I'm just saying you're going to need to work on your self-esteem. So when you walk out that door, you're like, I look freaking amazing. I look good. I'm going to go meet the most fantastic, hottest guy in the whole world, you know, in for me, <laughs> the love of my life, the most wise, intelligent, phenomenal, you know, um, just amazing amazing person (laughs) for me you know for you because that is going to be who you're going to draw to you it's not going to be you know someone else someone else is going to get someone else but you think that way about yourself know your worth okay um 
that's a whole nother process and podcast too um, with insecurities and all that good stuff. 21, massages. Do you like them? Okay. I love them. <laughs> I love massages. I mean, I love them. Okay. <laughs> Do you like them? Do you like them? Do you love them? How do you feel? Okay. There's nothing like an absolutely amazing massage from your partner to set the mood. It's the beginning um, of a long, sensual, intimate experience. Okay. Now, massages do they set you up for the beginning of that sensuality you know if you're giving your partner a massage it is amazing it's just you're relaxing one another and you're you're being intimate you're you know using your other senses and you're feeling their body movements and it's a total turn on and you know you get to know the person on a different level also because you're knowing what hurts what your the feeling of their body how they react to you how you're touching them or if you really aren't good at it then maybe you know think about that too <laughs> If it's really, it's not a good experience, then you were like, oh my God, that was horrible. <laughs> I would learn how to give a massage maybe or just loud, go get a massage together and do it that way. But, and then, you know, you can <laughs> bond in that, in that manner instead. <laughs> okay. I would, I would suggest learning how to massage them. Doesn't have to be for hours. Okay. Cause no one can massage for hours. So I remember that. Um, <laughs> Always think about that. What are your thoughts on that? Okay. Um, 22. Do you ever want to just kiss somebody? Uh, what do you crave every day? Like, do you do you sit there and think, oh, man, I just want to kiss someone today. I just want to kiss. Like, I want to kiss someone. And you just wake up and you're like thinking about being with a partner or dating someone or, you know, or whoever it is you're dating. You just want to kiss them. You know, do you ever think that way? Like, you know, that should be a song, huh? <laughs> Okay, so think about that. Um, if you do, you know, if, if you're dating someone, you, you need to go find someone to kiss, okay? Think about that. <laughs> kissing is awesome. I love kissing. Kissing is just fantastic. Kissing is like a story. <laughs> kissing is like a story. Kissing is like telling a story with your partner. It's like how intense it can be or how light and you know, um, sensual or, um, how deep or provocative and just, you know, um, gentle or, you know, just exciting and just, I don't know, just, uh, there's so many different levels of kissing and different types of kissing that, but I love it. I love kissing. Kissing is one of my ultimate favorite, um, stories to tell with my partner. <laughs> okay. So think about that. Um, <laughs> 23, does your potential partner or date make you want to let your hair down, dance a little, or stay up all night, gaze into the sunlight? Okay, are you able to discuss your feelings or are you all bottled up? When you're laying in bed, are you looking up, imagining, or what are you feeling? What are you thinking? All right, think about that. 24, are you a big dreamer? What does that mean to you? Are you an action taker or plain Jane? Okay, not judging, and some like plain Jane, but make sure if you like plain Jane that you're a man that or a woman that likes that and is that way pretty much like that also. The opposites can attract, sure, but when it comes to long term, mo- most of the time, not saying every time, most of the time you end up butting heads later and it's a big no-no and, uh, you know, you end up divorced, so... Um, Think about that, okay? 
If you're a plain dream, excuse me, if you're a plain Jane and a big dreamer, then you probably should take some action steps towards amping it up a bit, okay? How are you going to make your dreams come true with finding a life partner? Think about that. You got to amp it up. You got to get out there. You got to go do something to find them, right? They're not going to show up at your doorstep by you sitting inside, right? Okay. <laughs> That's my point. 25. Do you ever feel invisible out there in the crazy world of dating apps? Okay, we went over all that. There's so many dating apps out there. How are you going to distinguish yourself from others and, um, you know, allow everyone to narrow themselves down and narrow the dating pool down if you, you know, um, aren't distinguishing yourself? You want to reflect someone fabulous into your life. So um, we just went over that. You can listen in to another podcast that I have on here is dating apps or you can go to uh, my talk show and listen to that one. Okay, 26. Do you have a fetish? Do you have more than one fetish? I guarantee that your guy does. And if he hasn't shared it with you, it's because he's afraid you'll judge him. So uh, most of the women, you know, will be out there and won't know that the man has a fetish. Okay, so be more open to fetishes and help reenact them for one another. You know, that's always a great way to, to bond. This is when you're in the intimate level too, not just dating, okay? Make sure you're understanding that. <laughs> this is definite intimacy builder, and um, it's on so many levels, and it helps you know build that trust factor too. You have to have trust, okay? You got to build that foundation. This, you know, being open like this and stuff like that, and not being afraid to share what you want is important in establishing that foundation and keeping it going. Okay, so 27. Do you text too much and wish texting didn't exist? I do sometimes. <laughs> it's important to find out how your partner likes to communicate with you so you both can enjoy one another's sweet messages. Or the sec or you know, are they sexy? Are they sexy messages? Okay. Um a lot of people have problems with texting one another and the communication lines. So make sure you guys discuss what works uh, best. And then if someone slips up from time to time, don't get all tripped out about them. Just talk about it and be like, oh, okay, so you're doing this when you're out here. So, you know, some people start drinking and then they start texting because they're like talking and then they're talking too much, you know, and they're not in their mental normal mind uh, um, capacity. So they're not, uh, they're not thinking correctly. And so they're just texting and so you got to take that into consideration um or, or maybe they just got off work and somebody just yelled at them something else happened that altered their mindset so take that in mind and that's why I don't like texting and I always you know certain things I don't I don't think you should text and I go over all this on my social medias and stuff like that too is a whole nother podcast um okay special haircuts <laughs> what is a special haircut to you okay <laughs> got that off of American Pie. Love is a special haircut. <laughs> Love is like a special haircut. And when they're getting married, and I'm like, that is the funniest thing. But you know, what is it? What is, what is a special haircut to you? What does that mean? Um, would your partner let you cut their hair? That's a deeper way to get into, uh, you know, <laughs> some intimacy. <laughs> okay. Depending on where you're cutting. Okay, 29, men and women, don't start dating someone and run out and cut your hair off. Totally change your look right away. It totally kills the attraction level and the in intimacy uh, left if there is any left, okay? Um, sometimes it can work, but I would talk to your person first and be like, oh, I was thinking about doing this, you know, 
just heads up. <laughs> so they're not like, oh my God, who are you? You know, um, a lot of times people look good with different things, but sometimes they don't. And men, you do that a lot where you're, the woman looks at you at first and they're like, wow, he's really hot. And then all of a sudden he cuts all of his hair off and it's like, you're in, it's not, it's not level with your head. Sometimes I'm just saying this cause it's true, but you know, some people don't cut the hair properly and then they mess up their hair and then they're like, oh my gosh, that's really not attractive, you know? And like, it causes this weird feeling inside of people and they may like slow down dating you because of that. And I'm not kidding. And I'm not saying that's not superficial at the same time. It's true and it's reality. So I'm here to give it to you straight up and explain that's what happens. Okay. It doesn't matter if we like it or not. It doesn't matter if it's rude or mean or anything or, um, it just is what it is. So try not to do that. Um, try to keep yourself maintained the way you always have been. Okay. And if you're going to change something, bring it up to him. All right. 30, are you a foodie and love to cook, grill, fry, uh, etc.? Make sure you both are on the same page as your eating habits for the most part. You don't have to be completely, but for the most part. There's nothing more sexy than a man that can cook or who's standing behind you, arms wrapped around your body, swaying to some super sexy music like Sade or Lionel Richie, you know, or <laughs> some country, uh, whatever you both like. Um... Okay, while standing barefoot in the kitchen, cooking some of your favorite meals. That's what I say. It's so hot. I love that. I always start thinking of Joe Nichols' song. <laughs> barefoot in the kitchen, <laughs> singing her favorite song. I'm like, that's me all the time. I do that all the time. I'm like, oh my God, it's totally me. You know? Um, so anyway, <laughs> think about that. Okay, what's your, at uh, 31, what's your appetite for attraction? Do you, do you know what that means? What's your devotion level in terms of dating? Um, you can only get what you go for, so don't hold back. 32, are you a dreamer? What's the best that can happen? Dare to dream big and capture your partner's affections, desires, passions. What does going all the way mean to you and make it happen? Going all the way to me, haha, does not mean about having sex, you guys. It means going all the way, going all the way into it into that intimacy into me intimacy right and finding that life partner making that happen 33 are you a good responder or do you take 500 hours <laughs> that's a little sarcasm okay um do you take 500 hours to respond back that's irritating as heck now keep in mind everyone's having other things going on in their life every day from day to day they may be in the middle of work and they can't respond or their phone died or they're in an area where their phone doesn't work keep that in mind talk about this while you're dating so that you guys understand how your communication is going to be from the beginning and respect it okay um 34 what's respect to you how do you feel respected by your partner and vice versa if you don't know now's a great time to start finding out okay Know your guys' love languages. Respect is huge. Once you start disrespecting each other, you're done. You're, if you can't resolve that, uh, either of you, that's when you end up breaking up dating phase or you get divorced. No, especially men cannot stand disrespect. But you know what? Women can't stand it either. So everyone, everyone, think about that. 35. I hope I can finish all these. <laughs> um... Is she a total homebody and he's uh, a total going out on the town friends type of guy? Okay, are you really going to last in a relationship or a marriage? Great question. And the answer is probably not. You guys need to figure that out. Talk about that. Uh, you guys aren't on the same, you know, you're not the same personality types, which can work. But in long term, years later when you're married, 
you're like, oh my God, like I need to go somewhere. And you're like, people get really upset with one another. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. So it happens on a daily basis. 36, what's your sleeping styles? Cold, hot, fan blowing or not? I honestly would rather die a thousand deaths than to sweat to death while trying to sleep. It's totally gross to me and I, I won't do it. Turn on the AC or have a window open or crack if it works. Um, I refuse to sweat in bed unless um, it, we're heating it up you know, as a, <laughs> as a couple. Okay. <laughs> what type of sleeper are you? You guys figure that out. Make sure you're, um, you know, compatible that way. Does your man tell you 37? Does your man tell you he loves a certain sexy outfit that you have, um, and ask you to wear it for him? Um, women do yourself, do, excuse me, do yourself and your man a favor and go to the lingerie store like Victoria's Secrets or Pink or something or Frederick's or whatever. There's stuff online that you can find. Okay. And find out what fits your body type and size and style you prefer. And then, um, when you're able to give it to him, you know, give him the information he needs and he can go buy it for you also. Okay. Or you go buy it. Okay. But men, don't just go buying people stuff that doesn't fit them because they're going to get pissed when they put it on and it doesn't look good and then they look like crap and then they feel like crap and then the intimacy night is over immediately, okay? That's how that works. Um, it's like if she went and bought you something that made you look really bad and didn't accentuate your stuff and then you wanted her to put it on, uh-uh. <laughs> I mean... She wanted you to put it on anyway, and you're like, no, I'm not putting that on. And she's like, well, then we're done. You know what I mean? It Like, make sure you guys are on the same page and you're, you're purchasing things that work right for the body type. And if they're not comfortable with it, then, you know, that's something each individual needs to work on as to what they're comfortable with. And go, go from there, okay? Take little steps. Not everyone's comfortable with stuff like this, okay? Serious. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> 38, are you a touchy-feely type and constantly long for one um, that one-on-one affection and connection? Do you want to walk inside your home and be totally ravished by your man or totally cherished and adored? I said, I know I do. <laughs> I, want that for, I want that for a man and I end up, you know, wanting that each time and I get that. I, I love that. I think it's fantastic. Um, if you don't want that, then you need to just make sure that you're with someone that doesn't do that. You know, explain to them what it is you want, okay? I love public displays of affection and I love touching and hugging and kissing and being out in public and, and I'm not saying, you know, going in out of control or anything, but I think it's great to show my man off, you know? So, um, I want to be shown off too. I we're there together to love each other and be happy okay we want to show that to everyone what it's like to be happy (laughs) 39 what are some of the most sexy ways to make love okay do you like the lights on or off um i prefer them um either on dim or with candlelight okay i don't like them completely off i want to see you i want to see your reactions i want to see your face you know your hot ass face excuse my language (laughs) seriously um i want to see you um, it's a whole nother level of intimacy and it's super exciting to see it and feel it. And, uh, it just it puts you on a whole nother deep level with your partner. Okay. A lot of people aren't, aren't um, used to it and it takes some time to get there and that's fine. Take your time. It's all learning. Okay. No one's rushing anyone to make sure they do everything right away. 40 men like to be acknowledged. 
Um, you know what? Actually, both women and men like to be acknowledged. And more often than not, the men um, are acknowledged less than women, leaving men feeling like bad dogs. Okay? Make him feel like he's the most awesome, sex, intel- or sexy, excuse me, intelligent man you know each time um, he makes you feel special. Okay? Or does something sweet or important for you in his career or something. You know, um... If you don't know how to do this, then, you know, I can help you with this later. But it's important because you're you're saying thank you in so many ways. Okay. Are you smothered? This is one of the worst things that can happen to a man or a woman. It shows extreme insecurity and neediness, lack of trust, and, total, um, and totally kills the foundation you were building up. Okay. If your partner is displaying smothering types of behaviors and isn't willing to alter it for the benefit of your relationship, then this is a huge red flag and should be considered as a deal breaker because it will only get worse. That is guaranteed. This type of person can also be controlling type, which can turn into something more dangerous if allowed to continue. Um, what would you do if you were feeling smothered? 42, are you a pet lover? You guys need to have conversations about pets, um, what type of pets, what you will and will not accept. 43, do you trap your man in a car and start drilling him about a disagreement you all had last week? This is the only way (laughs) you're going to upset him on every level and wish he was somewhere else with someone else and definitely not you. Okay? Don't do that. And I'm not kidding. (laughs) Do schedule um, a time where both of you can be in a calm setting and a great meal or something like that and uh, no distractions and discuss it. Don't blame the other and take responsibility for your actions as they can um, take responsibility for theirs. Okay? Uh, Remember, you cannot change somebody and you can only make uh, fabulous suggestions and inspire them. Okay? All right. People can alter their behaviors if they want to. Um... If you see results, he's showing you his love and vice versa. 44, are you able to trust your partner in full? Trust your partner in full until they do something to lose it. Then it's important to share that with them as soon as possible. And they realize exactly in that moment what you're referring to so they can uh, stop repeating that behavior. Okay? Uh, Keep building the trust again. 45, do you follow your man down the hall and and start yelling at him? And um, don't do that, okay? Don't do that. Um... That is a way to get someone to, you know, become extremely angry. Let them walk away. Reschedule your discussion at a later time. Then you go think about what it is that, you know, both of you just went through. And think why you needed to walk down the hall and do that. Don't do that. It's a big no-no. Take a class in intimacy together. This is 46. Um, Are you open and daring enough to do this? Try it out and see. And, um, you know... Honestly, it can only promise great returns, so try it out. Um, 47, are you a giver or receiver? Find out from your partner and show them how much you love them by fulfilling their desires, needs, and wants, and vice versa, okay? Learn your love languages. 48, don't punish your partner by not having sex, okay? Making love or being intimate with them is important, and being on the same page is important, but don't punish them a lot of people were brought up to punish people not have sex don't do that you guys because they will go find someone else to have sex with and that's how that works okay that's people will go and cheat on you okay (laughs) when you punish them they remember that and then they go run off and find somebody else and you think they're not but they are okay so think about why you're punishing them don't do it. I'm not saying that means that they should be doing it either. Because I'm not saying that at all. But what I am saying is, 
that's what happens. Okay. That's one, one reason. There's other reasons why people cheat. And I know, already know what they are, but, uh, we'll go over that another time, but don't do that. You guys, that's a big faux pas. <laughs> 49. Do you apologize all the time? Oh my goodness. Don't apologize for something you didn't do ever. <laughs> Do apologize and ask for forgiveness so you both can heal and move forward if you did do something wrong, okay? Like Eckhart Tolle says, and you see in my Facebook and stuff like that, social media is, it's the karmic law. Um, excuse me. It is the karmic law of forgiveness, okay? Uh, to forgive. You need to forgive. Forgive doesn't mean to forget, nor does it mean that the behavior was appropriate and is necessary to forgive to move the relationship forward. You're not forgetting. You're forgiving. You're uh, you're allowing yourself to keep the power within yourself and not allowing the other person, excuse me, the other person's actions and behaviors to take over your life. Okay? Forgive, move forward so you can live a happy life. So important. It's basically the basic foundation to becoming happy. Okay? The first, first thing, first step. 50. Are you a princess or a queen? A prince or a king? Okay. You must be happy on your own before you can be happy with someone else. Totally happy. Okay. You can be happy, but not fulfilling happy. You know, real happiness. Most are scared to be alone due to their upbringing. And it's important to be able to conquer this fear um, they have set deep inside so they can move on with, uh, with someone awesome that's fixing to enter their life and share their love, desires, and devotions together. So they can step up to the plate and be their king or their queen. Okay, that's what it's all about, you guys. You've got to understand where you are in your, within yourself, when you're, within your life. Um, what... What level are you at? You know, are you at the queen stage yet? Or are you the king stage yet? You know, or are you still working your way up there? You know, um, that's part of um, living and experiencing and understanding yourself and um, your self-growth and, and um, you know, bringing it to the table and being ready to conquer, you know? <laughs> I think it's awesome. And like I said, so many people were brought up a certain way. We all were. And um, it is what it is. But like I say, today's era... Um, is a different era. We're not in the other eras anymore, everyone. <laughs> we're in today's era. And we have a lot of different um, scenarios that were never even somewhat almost existing back in the day. So we have to remember that our parents and our grandparents and all them, our ancestors, all were in a different era also. And we need to keep moving forward and progressing in our era today. So if we're altering our behaviors now for the better, then that's fantastic, okay? Love is what we want love finding that ultimate um life partner is what we all want so let's do it let's make it happen (laughs) okay so that is gonna be it for tonight um those are the 50 ways to love and i went through them pretty quick but um i hope you enjoyed it i did and um have a super fantastic wonderful night day or morning depending on what country you're in and Thank you so much for joining in with Love Talk with Kira. We'll talk soon.